0: Hello, and welcome to Make It Rain. I'm your host, Bong the Bong the Bangy Bangy. <laughs> I don't know why you insist on bringing s- this show so low. Do you mean high? Sure. Okay, we're kicking off this show um, in a bit of a bind. We're a little scared because in the studio, there's a sulfur smell infiltrating through the vent. So this might be our last episode. We, we may die here.
1: Um, I maintain that it is a disgruntled employee... <laughs> What did you say? (laughs) Like shoveling their toots into the vent. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go upstairs and ask right now. Which one of you? (laughs) I
0: I gotta get myself together. Someone is shoveling their toots into the vent. We might die, but we're still gonna go on because we care about the podcast And uh, because Elizabeth is back, and we owe it to her to go on with Toots coming into the room. (laughs) That's how I'm welcomed. Uh, We have a special episode, Toots Aside. Today, we're going to be chit-chatting about what it's like to work for the Royals and how
1: you can get a job there, too. Yeah, we saw earlier this week a job posting went out for a kitchen porter at Buckingham Palace. And at first, we were like, hmm. And then we were like, Let's see. It turns out that to work in Buckingham's kitchen, you could live there, but they will adjust your salary accordingly, which is only, and I say only, because like this is one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in, in London. It's 19,000 pounds a year. Is that pre or post Buckingham Palace price adjustment? That's pre price adjustment. So how much do you make if you're living there? Well, they've calculated that it actually works out to less than the minimum wage if you're putting in a full-time hours. So roughly in terms of like Canadian dollars and American, let's just double it. Let's call it $40,000. That's like making $40,000 a year living in New York City. That's insane. That's not good. And. It's not like a kitchen porter
0: is a glamorous job. Like It's not like no. you're making it up by getting, you know, to travel around with the
1: queen or... You're essentially a scullery maid. You're a scullery like, maid. Like, if this is Downton Abbey, you're with Mrs. Padmore in the kitchen.
0: Yeah. You're making, I don't know, curds and whey or something. Yeah. for the royals eat. Um, so it's not exactly the most glamorous job. No. Um, and it's probably not the most easy or fun. I mean, you're slaving away in a kitchen all day. It's pretty hot in there. Yeah, it's pretty hot in there
1: it's and cramped. I mean, I don't really know. It would probably sound cool to say to like at a party, like, what do you do? Oh, I work at Buckingham Palace. Have you met the queen? No, I'm not allowed anywhere near her. Like, that's probably what it's like. I do
0: have another question. On that note, for these jobs where you work at Buckingham Palace, do you still go home at the end of the day like a, a regular like or do you just kind of like do you have to sign out?
1: I imagine that security is probably pretty tight, but if like you could live there and you work in the kitchen, I imagine like the higher up you go, it's expected that you'll just live there, right? Wow. In which case, this brings us to our main topic. <laughs> What's it like to be a personal assistant for a royal? I bet it's fun. You know what? I'm going to take the the road that it's not fun. Okay. Well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> I don't I, I equate it to mostly like being like a, a personal assistant for like any actor or like high profile person you have to be a very specific person who is totally okay with living in the shadows like an Ashley Simpson to a Jessica like that's what you have to be okay with I
0: have a personal story about this I uh, was an intern once a very bad intern um to all my previous employers I truly apologize I did not understand that you had to tell them that you were working on a specific thing. Sorry, I'm sorry, but I worked for this one reporter who terrified me. I will not name her name or his name in case <laughs>
1: So it's a her. this
0: person is listening. Uh, he or she was very revered in the field and just made me do his or her bitch work, which was is the point of an intern, but I felt like personal assistant. I always had to take cabs around and get yelled at. And it was really scary. And that was for a local, uh, any city, Canada, Toronto, reporter. So I mean. Was it like Devil Wears Prada? It was Devil Wears Prada, except it was more like local news Devil Wears Prada and not so like Devil Hermes Wears- and Chanel. Devil Wears and Loft. Well, maybe like Devil Wears uh, Sirens, but like <laughs> Sirens Workwear. I think that's a very specific reference to anyone in Canada. Hey, we, if for any of our international listeners, Sirens is a, how should I put it? Flammable club wear. Yes, flammable club wear. Um, and my reporter loved to wear this, which is cool. She she was just mean to me. But um, I feel like I know what it's like to be a personal assistant to the stars from that experience.
1: I already know that just from my ego, like, I couldn't take it. Like... Okay, That's
0: true.
1: so when we were doing research, we were specifically looking at the personal assistant or press secretary, as they're called, for Maggie Marks, Meghan Markle. I can't believe how many photos I have seen this woman, her name's Amy Pickerel, in. Like, I've seen so many photos that she's in, but I've never noticed her. It's one of those things that, like... In
0: Insidious or like a scary movie where like they start to figure out that there's a demon that's been haunting them for years, <laughs> and they start to look through the pictures and you see it in every picture. Or Slender Man,
1: but oh my god, she's
0: the Slender Man of the Royals with being
1: neither a man nor super tall. You want to call her not slender while we're at it too?
0: No, I would never body shame Amy Pickerel. She has a tough job. She does have a tough job, and she hasn't. A, a Normal-looking body from these pictures I can see. I was going to say,
1: like, it's kind of like... um, Like, you know when, like, when some couples, like, turn out that they were in each other's, like, childhood photos all along? Yep. Like, that's what it's like. I literally have never seen this woman before until I went looking well, for her. Well, there she is. Yes, tell there me about Amy Picks.
0: Well, let me tell you all about Amy. So, one of the things that stuck out to me about Amy and other jobs of this caliber... So, she studied history at college. She went to the University of not- Nottingham. Ham, not- Nottingham? 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 I'm not British. Uh, sorry to our British viewers. Please, please correct me. So, she studied broadcast journalism after that also. Oh. I really like people with interesting career trajectories. That's why you like me. That's why I like you. In that... You go to study history. You maybe like I don't know. You like Marie Antoinette, or you like World War Two, or I don't know whatever historical people like. And then you graduate, and you're like, "Oh, there's not much to do with this. I better become the secretary to the royals." That's cool.
1: It's pretty cool. It's also like the the broadcast caused me pause because that seems like a very as I as I work in a media company, like that's just kind of like well. Oh, Maybe Amy had hopes of being... A TV reporter. Yeah, and she's only 32 years old. She's only 32,
0: and I don't know how she got into PR after her journalism stint or I her degree.
1: Well, please tell me. She worked as the PR director for the Royal Bank of Scotland and she for also, like five years. And she also
0: worked at Ogilvy, which is...
1: Yeah, that's a... International PR company.
0: I was going to say that it's a um, holt Renfrew equivalent, which is what it is in Quebec, basically. Is it? Yes. Oaklevy is a large department store, but not in this sense. Nobody get any crazy ideas. But that's what I thought
1: at first glance. I was like, oh, a local girl. Oh, no. She's not. So she's been in PR for a while, but... Been in PR for a while. To be 32 and working for the most famous woman in the world right now. And she's already been working for the Royals for two years. Yeah, she was working for Prince Harry, or Prince Harry poached her from Wills and Kate. He did. He
0: took her to be um, his senior communications officer, I believe.
1: Yeah, like the thing is, is that to be 32, being a personal assistant to me kind of feels like a young man's game because... At 32, like if someone was like, okay, Lib, now we're going to dedicate your life to basically making sure someone else's life runs smoothly, I'd be like, I ain't your wife. I ain't your mama. I ain't doing shit.
0: Yes, I agree. Although for the royals, it feels like uh, they like the loyal, loyal workers, worker bees, and um, the queen's personal secretary, personal press secretary, whatever he's called, Dickie Arbiter. Has been working for her, or did work for her for forever, basically. So I think it's one of those jobs that you kind of gotta sign up for a, a long stint. Like I don't know where you go after being the Royals' press secretary. You write a tell-all. That's what she has to do. Like the only the only thing left on this woman's bucket list. She's already touched Kate. She's touched Will. She's lived out your fantasy. <gasps> Which reminds me (laughs) something to come. I gotta tell you about my Um, dream. So yeah, like we need to tell all about what it's like to work with Megan
1: and also any insider secrets. Yeah, so I was reading a couple, you know, articles to see like what exactly does she do? Okay, so basically, like any publicist, I guess she is the the person to go to if you wanna get to Megan. So if you wanna book anything with Megan, she like arranges her calendar. She also, like, holds her purse, uh, holds flowers, like, tells her, you know, she's that person who ushers people, like, along the meet and greets. And when Megan gets some flowers from
0: a loving fan and she says, oh, thank you so much, and then immediately hands them off to poor Amy,
1: Yeah, who's the flower holder. Yeah, but there's, like you said, like, they like this loyal relationship, so it's kind of mixing professional with personal like i imagine that right now amy is one of megan's closest confidants yeah i think
0: um a royal expert had told huffington post
1: that this
0: job pretty much comes with also like a i'm gonna call it a fake bff label you're no jessica Mulrooney, but you have to kind of be the right hand woman for Maggie Marks.
1: Yeah. Which is a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure, especially because it seems very one sided. Like I could never be like, you know what, Maggie, like telling her if I'm Amy, my boss is being a real bitch today. She's my boss.
0: Yeah, that's tough. Maybe you can go back to Prince Harry though and talk to him and be like, you know, I'm and
1: chain. <laughs> yeah, control your woman. <laughs> This American is dicking around. <laughs> but yeah, but no, but, like, I think it's got to be very tough because you have to have clear boundaries but be at somebody's beck and call, essentially. I imagine that like things happen in the middle of the day for Megan that, or m- middle of the night that Amy doesn't really go home and say like, okay, I'm putting my phone on sleep now. Yeah, I think if Amy has a significant other
0: the significant other is probably one of those people who's cons- who are, who's like, oh, my girlfriend is always on their phone. Mine, never happened to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I never go on my phone. But she can't really be away from it. She has, like you said, got to be at her beck and call all the time. And I have a feeling that Megan is secretly demanding. She seems like she's very cool and easy in like press opportunities and very kind of just like, take it as it comes, really, you know, anything goes. But I feel like under it all, she's
1: as anal as the rest of us. Well, you don't get to where she is even professionally without being – like I don't even want to say a bitch because I think there's like a bitch and assertive are two different things and ambitious. And Megan, let's not forget, she's just a girl from California who – I mean, I don't want to say, like, made it in Hollywood, but she landed a show that provided a steady... Like, she was a working actress for about seven years. Like, that's a long time. And she
0: was also a suitcase holding I knew you were going (laughs) to say that. Before that, so I mean... So she's hustled. she's, She's hustled. Yeah, and I don't mean to say, like, she's... I think she's probably demanding because she deserves to be demanding, and there's a lot of shit she does, but... All that said, I don't think Amy gets much time off.
1: I don't think so either. Or does she go off when they go off? Or like, does she get... Does she have to travel with them? Like, does she have to go on their overseas engagements? Oh, most definitely. But like, if they're like, it's been reported that she's here in Toronto visiting J-Mall. Or in Italy. Or in Italy visiting George and Amal. Like, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to take this one as a working trip. Like, I'm just going to go see what George and Amal are doing. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to play a little game. So don't go anywhere. Let's talk money. I love money. Money. Uh, (laughs) So we said earlier that the royals are paying their kitchen porter about $40,000 Canadian a year. Sure. Which is i i mean i don't really know that's that's that sounds a lot for a kitchen porter but in the grand scheme of things like that's not a livable wage to be living in in london right what do you think that they pay i have a list here i'm going to give you a job title and then you tell me what you think that okay. they make okay 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 so what do you think a pot washer would make um question first. Do you literally just wash pots, or is this a secret
0: job that I am unaware of the meaning of?
1: This is the job description. You'll assist the team by maintaining the wash-up environment, ensuring our chefs and assistants have all they need to deliver hundreds of staff meals every day. Good God, that sounds horrible. I
0: say uh, 13,000 pounds per year.
1: Eh, it's 17,000 pounds a year. Pretty close. Yeah, that's a year. Okay, what about an assistant gardener and this is a job posting from uh, Sophie and uh, the Earl of Wessex. So Sophie of Wessex. You're taking care of a 210,000 square meter ground <laughs> of God. their home. How much do you think that you're getting? Uh, 8,000 pounds. 18,000 pounds. Duh. Are you like just not good at numbers? I don't know.
0: You think like that's a lot of work. Okay. I get that, but when when I was lowballed on the poor kitchen porter, I'm just like, at this point, I'm assuming the royal family pays no
1: one anything. That's
0: fair. Give me another.
1: Um, What about a, okay, let's go uh, royal butler. Oh, royal butler. Hmm. I say 68,000 pounds. This one is really surprising. 146,000 pounds a year. (laughs) I'll do it. That's shocking to me. That's incredible. And like well, there's a
0: it's not really like I don't think it's that shocking because for this one you really you can't leave you have to be that butler like that's that pops up when no one's expecting you because
1: you're, you're always around doing stuff so they say that the the salary depends on obviously like you know who you're working for so that's the Queen's Butler Princess Diana's Butler made you know maybe less. But but she did do a lot of crazy stuff, so maybe they made more to, like, deal with her. Yeah, maybe. Okay, what about a horse groomer? Mm, the queen
0: cares about her horses, so I'm going to say they're not paid badly. Uh, 58,000 pounds per year. 20,000 pounds year. God damn it, I can't do
1: anything. I suck. Isn't that, and, like, that's not just grooming, that's grooming like, exercising them and training them. That doesn't seem like a lot for someone who loves horses so much. Yeah. You got any more? I do. Okay. okay. What about a telephone operator? Uh, Here's the job description. <laughs> Given that Buckingham Palace has to field 7,000 calls a week, this is It's not would... even that many.
0: What? Well, like, I don't know, compared to, like, a call center I or really something.
1: I really do worry that you're not, like, good with numbers. No, that's
0: only 1,000 a day. It's not that many.
1: That's I don't answer one phone call a day. I don't either, but I don't. Want every it time in Palace. Every time, like I go to check my voicemail, it's like you have twelve new messages, fourteen thousand new messages. Maybe the, this person does the same thing. Could you imagine like how many prank calls there are? Anyways, for seven thousand calls a week, you couldn't pay me twenty three thousand pounds a year plus benefits though. Is one of those benefits living there? If you I have to answer all so. the calls, I don't know. Uh here's here, okay this is a little bit more in line with what we do okay. and this isn't really. Uh business development and communications manager. How much mm. do you think you make? Uh 79,000 pounds. 32,000 pounds a year. Oh my god, these people don't pay. No they don't. Social media specialist. So so that's the person who tweets this a thing is, and then puts From Will. This is Twitter and Facebook and presumably Instagram. 41,000 pounds. 50,000 pounds. So that's $100,000 Canadian to do social media. I'm sorry. There seems to be a disparity of like wealth here that someone who's like taking care of 210,000 meters of land and busting their back is making a quarter of what you're making. That's the for environment we live in, man. Social media like, matters. You could be in the toilets having your egg farts <laughs> and just being like, "Oh, this is a cute pic from Getty Images of of Megan and Will." I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I would do it too, but like, it just seems a little bit off. I agree. Um,
0: that said, everybody, pay your social media editors. It's very important for everyone to get paid the exact same. If they Let's just have a communist royal family.
1: Okay, what, what about master of the household? What do you do as master of the household? Master of the house. Anybody? It's famous? like on your LinkedIn.
0: It's like, oh, I'm master of the household for Buckingham Palace.
1: Yeah, I assume that you're like... I can't keep putting things to Downton Abbey. Anyways, <laughs> so this is like you're um, you're in charge of the kitchen staff... Your pages, footmen, plus all the housekeepers and staff. Uh, six no, fifty-four thousand pounds. A hundred and twenty-two thousand pounds.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. How many more of these do you have? I can't do them. That's it. That's the only last one I have. But do we know how much
1: Amy makes? So it's estimated that Amy makes presumably around sixty thousand pounds a year. Okay, not horrible. A hundred twenty thousand dollars a year that's i mean that's pretty good right i assume she doesn't pay for like her living or traveling expenses probably not is
0: that job one where you also live there
1: i assume that you either have to live there or in very close proximity close by like a little shack out the back or something yeah you live with the horses that's what you're doing but it's also (laughs) Imagine if like you were the same size as Megan and like you could steal her clothes like in uh, made in Manhattan. hmm Man. Yep. So but what did we learn from this? We learned that no one Hillary paid. failed math in he high didn't school. Fail
0: math. I just had to get my dad to help me. <laughs> I and have. I dropped out after grade 10. <laughs> maybe grade eleven. So I should have had your dad on here to talk to me about wages. Hey, maybe. He never that crazy? paid me enough when I worked at his office. Booyah.
1: Because he was like, he probably told you, he was like, Hillary, I'm going to pay you two dollars. And you were like, I'm not a smart man. No, you'd probably be the person who's like, I would do it for one. No, you said two.
0: (laughs) Okay, I didn't come on this show to be belittled. I came on the show to belittle others. Aren't you glad I'm back? No, you're mean. I know. Sarah and Tori were so nice to me. Yeah, but I got that edge.
1: And an ass that that don't quit.
0: Yep, that's for sure. Speaking of asses that don't quit, before
1: we go, um, Elizabeth has a little little quip about a sexual dream. (laughs) I have been sitting on this dream for about a week now. Okay, so a little bit of backstory. Don't mean to be a a downer, but the reason why I was off was... My grandmother, who I'm super close to, was very sick and she passed away. During that time, I was having a bunch of fucked up dreams, maybe taking melatonin, maybe not. In one of my dreams, follow this plot line because it's actually genius. here we go. In one of these plot lines, I was in this big empty space. It was kind of like Bruce Almighty. Actually, now that I think about it, this sounds exactly like Bruce Almighty. (laughs) So I'm in this big empty space and I go on an app because I'm like, I am so confused about life. I need somebody to talk to Google Maps for heaven. Exactly. So I go, God, are you there? And then this app says it will take whatever in your thoughts and manifest it into a form of God that you relate to. Who fucking shows up? Prince William, bitches. So Prince William shows up. (laughs)
0: And I am just like, like where this is going. No, it's legit. I
1: didn't know he became God. Well, obviously not God, but whatever my manifestation of God was in this dream. I don't control this dream. No, I know. I could sell. But it's about to get weird. It's about to get really weird. So then in this dream, I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. I'm so confused. And he goes, why don't we just make out a little? And then I woke up. But I could feel it. Like, I wonder actually if Did you like, do it? No, I, I you told just, you. You're just going for it. I told you before, like in my. My sex dreams, it's never actual sex, it's just kissing. But did you do the kissing? Yeah. And like I wonder if I was like actually like just like frenching the air in my sleep because it was so intense. I woke up and I was like, don't tell anyone, save it for the pod. Maybe Delta was in bed with you. That's legit what I thought because I felt scruff on my face. Like, and I was like, either Prince William has scruff. My boyfriend's sleep-making out with me or my dog <laughs> is just kissing my face. Oh, that's nice, though. It's nice, but my point is, Dream William, super fine. Super fine.
0: Well, hey, that's, that's good. I'm still not on board with this, but I am going to attempt to uh, control my dream so I will have an erotic dream about Prince William, too, and then we can compare. If anybody out there
1: has had a weird dream about a royal... Let us know. Tweet at us at Yahoo Style. See I would be so interested in reading some. If anybody submits responses for this,
0: you could be featured on an upcoming episode of my weird sex dreams about royals. It's a little wordy, but it's a, an upcoming pod. We'll, we'll um, give it an acronym or something. And that's about it for us today. Uh, aren't you happy that Elizabeth is back with her her sexual prowess and? Uh, commanding stage presence. I certainly am. Sometimes I just think about it and it just makes me really
1: happy inside.
0: And uh that's what we're here for just to make make everybody happy. Um we'll be back next week with more fun. Wasn't this fun, guys? So fun to get the gang, the band all back together. We got I'm people laughing. It. We got people laughing. We survived. Um in the meantime, you guys can let us know if you are the one who farted into the air vent and funneled it into a room Um, or you can tweet at us at YahooStyleCA and in the meantime you can download this podcast that is slowly going off the rails quickly going off the rails um, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever else you listen to podcasts Bye! Bye! (laughs) Bye! Bye! Good Goodbye! oh my god goodbye if i don't make it know that i loved you all that's
1: what i thought when the fart sound came in i'm so like disturbed by your love of rock music i don't
0: love our lady peace nobody does